Welcome to the first edition of the Madeira Tribune podcast. I am your host, Nugase Gabrendrius, and I am joined by Tyler Takeda. And this podcast is sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. Now, Tyler, um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Now, do you have any plans? Anything special going on? Well, because of COVID, things have kind of gone a little crazy. I mean, it used to be to where, you know, I'd go to my aunt's house in the more. We'd have lunch over there, watch some football games, play some games, and then figure out what to do for dinner. But this year, looks like I'm smoking a turkey just to have turkey at home. What are, what are some of the things that you do traditionally? You know, I have a pretty big family, so, you know, eight, nine, ten of us. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, we would watch football, you know, eat turkey, you know, pumpkin pie, things like that. But, you know, like you said, you know, uh, COVID is changing a lot of things for everybody, so... Tomorrow, I don't, well, Thanksgiving, I should say, um, I don't plan on going anywhere. I think I'm just going to spend this one by myself. So playing it safe and uh, <laughs> want to protect my parents and my siblings. So, Well, yeah, we're, we're in purple now, which, which is the toughest tier, the, you know, the widespread tier to be in, which is really, really tough for everybody. I mean, I mean, uh, I wish I could be with family and have turkey, obviously, since I'm the big fat guy here, um, the more turkey in a day is the better for me. However, you know, with the way the COVID is, I understand people's feelings and I respect it. So, like I said, I'll, I'll be smoking a 15-pound turkey at my house. I bought two big old turkey drumsticks to do. So, uh, I'll be having fun watching football and uh, cook, smoking a turkey. Well, I hope you bring some of that turkey over because I know you're famous for your, your meats and things like that. So Hey, I'll, I'll give you a call. You come by and pick it up. You're a little too far for me to drive if you want, maybe. Not too bad. But, um, well, speaking of Thanksgiving, and you know, you mentioned watching football, you know, I heard the Ravens and Steelers got moved. So that was the primetime game, a big game that a lot of people were looking forward to, at least myself. I was looking forward to watching that one. Yeah, that's better than watching the the Lions and the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be a, a tough one to watch. So, um, But let's get into some of the news going on in Madeira. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. and then, But this is a different week this week because for, for one of the few weeks, you've written the main stories in the last week. Whereas I usually do it, but so I'm going to defer to you on some of these things. You're able to talk to the new housing director, um, new housing authority director at Madera, Madera City of Madera. How was that going? How did that go? And what did you think? It did well, um, you know, I've heard great things about uh, Mr. Casper. Um, just in between, um, you know, the work that he's done in the past, you know, from the East Coast, West Coast. You know, he's worked in Oregon, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and. You know, he's got quite a full resume and, you know, for Madarans who are thinking about, you know, the housing crisis, which is, you know, something that more people should think about, you know, bringing someone in who has this kind of, um, you know, like I said, resume. I mean, he's provided assistance to, you know, 2000 local families, you know, monthly, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, he's done before. And um, like I said, Madeira needs someone to kind of step in and address the housing issue because, you know, there are a lot of homeless. There are a lot of people looking for homes and things like that. So I think it's definitely something that can be addressed. And with the various programs Madeira currently has to offer, you know, I think with Mr. Casper, I think um, you know Madeira is headed in the right direction. Well, what's also really neat about that too is he comes in at a neat time to where there's a big time development um, being worked on as we speak. Um, you know, next to State Route 99. 
behind the Carl's Jr. over there off of 145. That's going to be big for the, and it's dedicated to the homeless, to the Section 8 people, to people that need assistance. And that's going to be really big. And, you know, he comes in at a good time. Now, another subject that you were able to talk about this week, which is really interesting, was the, the census. So a couple of weeks ago, they had a luncheon to thank all the census people for coming out or for doing their job and volunteering and going door to door. And you're able to talk to somebody about the census and what they were to do. How was that talk? Well, it was great. Um, you know, the census happens every 10 years and it's in- extremely critical that people are counted because, you know, that is how the government, you know, allocates funds for di- different areas, for schools, things like that. So uh, it's important. And I was able to speak with um, Eric Martinez and he let me know that as of October 16th, um, the U.S. Census Bureau has reported 99% of households. And uh, in Madeira, it's pretty close to almost 100%. I think it's 97 or 99.7%. So um, there are a few people that still need to be counted. And like I said, it still needs to be um, important because like, like we just talked about, for schools, for housing, things like that, Madeirans need to get counted. So, uh, another thing we got coming up is uh, you know Black Friday's coming around and how important it is to shop local. We got so many local people that 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 just need the support. I mean, I talked to Chris Chris over there at Layton's Jewelers. He goes, you know, if the community doesn't support some of these local businesses, they may not come back. And that's, you know, for a community like Madeira that has a lot of these small, locally owned, community owned businesses, it's going to be tough. Yeah, exactly. And like, just like you said, Madeira is all about, you know, the local shops, you know, local farmers, things like that. So, and especially with COVID, a lot of people are going out of business. A lot of people are losing money. So, you know, this holiday season, you know, spend some time in your local shop, you know, Say hi, you know, purchase a couple things, you know, it's important to get back to the community. And when you invest in the community, the community basically invests in itself and it's good for everybody. So it's great that you mentioned that. Definitely. A couple of things. I mean, uh, you shop local, you're going to get number one, great customer service because they most of the time you probably know who they are. And number two, your tax dollars, the tax dollars, the dollars you spend there will stay in the city and will benefit you with police, fire, and other local things. So it's just a win-win situation just to shop local and keep things local. Yeah, exactly. And when we do the um, salute to ag and things like that, you know, we take a, a detailed look at some of the local people in the area. And, you know, if we can start focusing on that more often, you know, making it making it a daily lifestyle you know i think madera will be more you know better off definitely there's some great little local merchants like 47th place i walked into their their facility for the first time and you know they do they do flooring and carpets and i'm like oh my gosh their their storeroom is amazing gbs hardware the first thing you go in there they say hello you go to braga farms with the nuts and stuff and they have anything you need. Those are great gifts. I mean, I don't know anybody that wouldn't love pistachios or cashews or chocolate-covered almonds as a gift. I mean, I'll take it any day of the week. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast, you have quite a few time, you know, quite a few days to kind of take care of it, get those gifts in. So go ahead and like you know, like we just talked about, visit your local shops. You know, you know where they are. You drive past them every day. So 
why don't you just spend some time in there and maybe spend a little money as well? One of the things that happened over the last couple of weeks is uh, on Veterans Day, November 11th, was National Signing Day for colleges. And it's really tough in these times to be able to get signed. But one of these athletes is somebody that Nugase has covered quite a bit, and I've been able to see is Isabella Salcedo, the outside hitter for the Madera Coyotes. In three years on varsity for Isabella, she's gone 28 and 2 in the CMAC. With three championships, two and an MVP award. She's won the Tribune MVP award twice. Just an awesome player, and it's great to see her get signed to Southern Utah University. Yeah, exactly. And I saw that story, and, you know, I was happy for her, definitely. You know, I've seen her the last couple of years, and, you know, like you mentioned, what, almost 30 wins, barely any losses at all. I mean, she's an incredible player, and I think it's more, of course, the the individual skills and attributes. But you know, as a leader, you know, as a team player, I think that's the most important thing as a high school athlete. And I'm sure Southern Utah is, is very excited to get her. I've seen her grow from being the freshman to last year as a junior, and I expect good things. Hopefully, when she gets the season, she said a couple of things that really, really touched my heart. She goes, "You know, I didn't get to have that signing day, like." to be in the cafeteria with her friends and family watching. She goes, you know, when she was a freshman, she saw them do that. And she told her coach, that's going to be me my senior year. So she didn't get that opportunity. And then I talked to her about the season. And she goes, I want to have the season. I've, I've, I made these posters for these seniors for the last three years. I want my poster. So, you know, when somebody says stuff like that, it kind of touches your heart. Yeah, and... You know, having that goal as a freshman and watching and seeing that, I think that's one of the goals that, you know, athletic directors uh, want to achieve, you know. When you have seniors and older athletes, you know, setting the standard for younger athletes, I think that's, you know, one of the most important things as well. And, of course, as an athlete, you have your personal goals and wants and things like that. And it's unfortunate that she wasn't able to get that. But, you know, being able to play at a four-year college at the highest level is important and, um, you know, hopefully she takes this experience, which we know she will, and, you know, turns into something positive. Yeah, there's a couple of other uh, Madera athletes that signed, like Maimani, Lex, the soft, Maimani Ricks, the softball player. She signed to Howard University in, in, in uh, Washington, D.C. I think she's the first Madera athlete to sign for that HBC school, historical black college um, university. And she's really excited about that. She's, I've me being really close to the softball program, I've seen her grow from being the freshman to being one of the team leaders, and that gives the that gives the team five seniors or five players in the last calendar year that have signed letters of intent to play at the next level. Well, I think it's a testament to the coaching and just the the system that Madera has, you know, in place. And in terms of going to Howard, you know, it's incredible, but just because you know the history of the school and you know what it means and things like that. So. Um, she's a great softball player, and I'm sure she's an even better student, so I'm sure she'll do well. Here's one that hasn't even hit the wires yet, though. I got another one for you. Bryson Smith. Um, he's a volleyball player. He's doing. He also did track and field and volleyball at the same time. He plays football. You probably covered him um, during football season. He's signing, and it totally hits my mind where, but he's signing in the next week to go to a four-year university to do track and field. And her, his sister, Addison is at the Air Force Academy, and she's doing uh, shot put and discus. You know, track and field is one of those those sports that, you know, it's hard to kind of quantify, 
you know, how hard it is because there's so many different events and things like that. But you have to be a pure natural athlete, you know, to take part in those events. And, you know, hopefully, you know, he can reach his high schools. I'm, I don't know what they are exactly, but, you know, I'm sure reaching the Olympic Games or something like that could be in his cards, of course. I, I've seen him in volleyball and he could jump out of the building. What did you see him in football? Well, I know he's a, a freak athlete. I know that. <laughs> and, um, you know, either way, if it's football, if it's track and field, if it's any sport he plays, you know, I think he'll be an asset to any team he's on. Do you know the bloodline? No, I don't. His Actually. his dad and his uncle are twins, and they're Madera Athletic Hall of Famers. They both went to San Jose State. They're all-time Madera greats in football. Well, that's not surprising. The genes obviously <laughs> passed down, so... Yeah, he's got a bright future ahead of him, and it sounds like, at the very least, he'll be joining his father and uncle in the <laughs> Hall of Fame at some point. Is his future? And another thing I wanted to get up, get to um, is you had a pretty good conversation last week uh, with uh, Augie Valencia, who did a hundred holes of golf in one day. We did eight. We did nine holes, and we're tired as heck. You left both times in nine holes, <laughs> but I did eighteen. I'm tired as heck. A hundred holes. Just tell me about your conversation with Augie. Yeah. So the very first question was, you know, how'd you do it? Because I've done eighteen holes a few times, and I was sore for weeks. And you know, Augie, I think the thing that was driving him, primarily, of course, was just you know his giving nature. And you know, when I asked him about it, it was more so. He wasn't trying to take credit for it. He wasn't trying to say, you know, he's like this great person. You know, for him, it but was... But he is. Of course. <laughs> yeah, he is. A great golfer, too, apparently. But it's about, you know, just human kindness. You know, everybody has it in them. It's just about, you know, acting on it. And, you know, Augie, he told me he started at 7.15 a.m., finished just before 5. And he had lunch and everything like that. Um, there was nobody on the course. The course was closed and everything, so he had it all wide open to himself. Did he have anybody else playing with him or some friends coming with him or was it just by himself? Oh, only by himself. He had himself, his cart, and a sandwich, I think it was. Did you did you find out what he shot? No, he didn't tell me what he shot. And I think uh, after 100 holes, uh, <laughs> I think he probably forgot it. But I think one of the best things that you said in your story is that he played every ball. Yep, he did not pick up any ball. He made every putt, and he finished it all. Because I know when we play, we lose a ball every couple of holes. <laughs> yeah, last time I was at Madera Municipal last weekend, and I bought a whole new set of balls. There were about eight of them, and I came back with one of them. So they're out there somewhere. <laughs> and then, um, and then even talking to him too, he had a he had to play dot. He had to dodge the sprinklers. Yeah, so his main competition were the sprinklers that came out in the morning because. Um, the course is closed on Monday, so that's when they do all the maintenance and things like that. So um, I hope he brought an umbrella or a poncho <laughs> or something, but he said there are a lot of sprinklers out there. Well, I think uh, we've talked a lot today, and I'm I'm really thankful we get this podcast going. Um, I'm hoping people have listened this far to it. You know, um, it's a it's a first thing. We hope to get bigger and better. Um, eventually, we'll start zooming in people or um, bringing in people for interviews. Uh, we have an interview coming up um, right after this with the with our advertising direct, a, executive at the Madera Tribune, Katrina Solis, and she's going to give some um, give some kind of advice on how uh, retailers can capitalize on some of the new adventures that the Madera Tribune is doing. Um, and lastly, before we wanted to end, we wanted to bring in 
Katrina Solis, um, some marketing opportunities. Tyler, do you want to expand on that? Yeah, she's just one of our market uh, advertising representatives, and she's uh, got some really good ideas on how to be able to get your business marketed on a number of platforms that the Madeira Tribune has, not only the newspaper, but on this podcast and also on the website as well. A lot of benefits that the podcasts have these days is you're reaching another group of people, especially the young kids and the young generation. They're more opt to listen to a podcast or read the paper on the internet than actually fit, pick up a physical paper because they're they're not accustomed to that. Um, now in school, it's all computers, it's all tech. So advertising on a podcast, you'd be able to reach a bigger and broader scope of, of individuals and start with the next generation up. So even, even by... Gen- advertising on the podcast it still also helps advertise in the newspaper because the newspaper reaches a certain amount of people that the podcast wouldn't necessarily reach out to correct and you're wanting to reach all age groups so the newspaper physical newspaper is reaching one age group the um internet aspect of the newspaper is reaching one and podcast is reaching the other um so you get the gamut of all the generations wrapped up in one with advertising with the local newspaper your local business and being able to broaden your horizons and adding more people walking through your doors because you're looking outside the box and you're going podcast advertising you're going internet advertising and you're going actual physical paper advertising and us as an as an ad executive here with the madera tribune we can help you and guide you through that through that line, we can actually help you market and give up slogans and create new ideas to get each generation into your doors that all the products that you have that corresponds with them. I know the podcast is kind of new, but have you already been trying to sell for the internet site for some of these um, next gen things that we're talking about with the podcast, the internet, the online version and things like that? Oh, yes, yes. I've done a couple of um, online advertising and they're the biggest... um, uh, the biggest stuff that the online advertising does, which I enjoy and I like, is you're able to hyperlink. You put an ad on our internet, it can hyperlink to your website, which then you can put up either a flyer or your phone number or products or the certain products that you're selling. Or even, um, for example, advertising just an article you want somebody to read um, or advertising you know, one specific item. You hyperlink it to that. And then we've, we've done some new things with the Tribune, especially with our Welcome to Madeira um, magazine that we just put out. Um, we put out a little dining guide last year with coupons. We're working on another one. So the Tribune's trying to reach as many people as possible for these advertisers. Correct, correct. And we got a lot more new products down the pipeline. Everybody's going to be excited. I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to, to introduce this new product into our, to our community. Um, it's, it's a step, but it's a big step we're taking um, outside of newsprint into magazine print into, you know, what we call star uh, cardstock print. So, yeah, I'm very excited. And I want you guys to be excited about it, too. And I want to further discuss all advertising that the Madeira Tribune has to offer. And, and, to do, and to do that, we have to meet face-to-face or via the Zoom or on the phone or via email. Um, we're easy and readily and, and able to help you and assist you and with any questions you have. You know, whether it's a marketing question or advertising question or circulation question, we're here to help you. Everybody in this office is here to help you with any problems you may have. 
And the one thing that we are saying with the, everybody here is here to help you. We're all in on this newspaper. You 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 couldn't find any any people that love the newspaper more than the people that were actually work here. Correct, correct. <laughs> we are all vested in this newspaper. We have all seen it grow from when it started independently operated in two thousand and four, um, when Chuck Dowd took ownership, and um, we love. We are just one big happy family here. You know, and, and it's, it's, you can tell once you walk through the door that, that this is a family, family business. It's, it's small, locally owned and operated business. We don't have national, you know, people looking down on us. You can't do this. You can't say this. You can't. No, it's small um, hometown business, what we call a mom and pop business here in our own, in our own backyard. All right. Well, thank you, Katrina, for giving me a couple of minutes of your time, kind of discuss some of the marketing tools that are available here at the Tribune for anybody that wants to advertise, whether it be the podcast, the internet side, or in the newspaper. So thank you very much. No, it's my pleasure. And like I said, I'm here to help anybody. My name's Katrina Solis. I'm an advertising executive with the Madera Tribune. You can reach me on my cell phone at 559-474-5387 via message, text, or um, answer. Um, you can reach me on the internet. Um, I have my website there, uh, my email address. It's ksolis with a Z at madeiratribune.net or you can call the local office at 559-674-2424 and ask for me. like to thank Katrina Solis for coming in and giving us a few minutes of her time to talk about marketing opportunities, not only on the podcast, but on the website for at MadeiraTribune.com and also in the newspaper as well. That is kind of the end of our show. You can say any last words? No, I just want to say thank you to the uh, first uh, listeners to the Madeira Tribune podcast and uh, make sure to uh, watch out for more uh, information on the podcast and we'll be coming to you uh, hopefully every week. And, uh, Thanks again, and um, thank you to uh, Pacific Metal Fab for sponsoring this podcast, and until next time.